Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together. We want to welcome you to our podcast entitled, uh, We Found Another Hour. This is the time that we come together. And Well, I, I don't know, maybe you heard from the intro, I just can't seem to get it all in in an hour. So uh, my favorite expression is, uh, well, I wish I had another hour on that. Well, praise the Lord, we found another hour. So we pick back up with this question in regards to Jesus's birthday. So when we think about it on the surface, December 25th, I mean, the obvious answer to this question is no. Jesus wasn't born on December 25th, zero, 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 zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no zero, zero, zero. So really, how, how, do, we, how do we come to know about Jesus' birth and, you know, uh, why we began to celebrate that on December, 12th, I, I, December 25th? And I, I think the first part of that you know, one we can know exactly from from um, the Old Testament. I mean, really, Daniel chapter nine gives us the best course of time as far as Jesus and Jesus is the the prophecy of Jesus coming. And when you get over there, and we're talking about seventy weeks. And Doctor Parker, you know more about the word weeks, but I think it's a heptod or. Uh, something like the hemorrhoid, heptod. I mean, it's, it's, it's around that, you know, somewhere. Uh, but anyway, he's talking about the 70 weeks of prophecy. And, you know, and I don't want to travel all the way down that road. But, it's, uh, you know, when you explore Daniel chapter 9, really, the angel Gabriel told Daniel and gave him, really, I believe, the exact time of the Messiah's crucifixion when he would be cut off from the people. So, obviously, you can take that. If you calculate that out from the issuing of a decree in Daniel chapter 9, we know that's the issue of decree to go back and rebuild Jerusalem, not the temple. That was done first after the Medo-Persian Empire and Cyrus the Great, or Darius the Great and Cyrus, uh, Darius and Cyrus. You know, I believe they're the same person. I think, Dr. Parker, you may have other viewpoint, and you've always had a right to be wrong because you are the professor, you know. But, I, I mean, from that, it, it was the issuing of Artaxerxes' degree of, uh, or decree of allowing Nehemiah to go back and rebuild the wall somewhere around 458 B.C., uh, give or take a couple years. And then you had your 483 years of the 69 weeks in heptides. I mean, there's a lot built in Daniel chapter 9. But ultimately, you can figure that out to 27 A.D., Okay, because uh, when you add those years, okay, we know that Jesus was 30 years old when he began his ministry. We know his ministry was at least three Passovers. So when you put all that together in a calculator, you take all that from Scripture, Daniel chapter 9, calculate it all out, and I don't want to be some kind of numbers guru or anything like that. I'm just saying you can take what God told Daniel and you can come to a, a definitive uh, conclusion of around. I say definitive conclusion <laughs> of an approximate age of, of Jesus. And somewhere around 6 B.C. is when Jesus was born. A couple of secular uh, ways of measuring that is, one, we know Herod the Great, to which Jesus was born under his um, rulership, if you want to call it. 
Um, Herod died. King Herod died in 4 B.C. So we know that Jesus was born before 4 B.C. because we know that Herod decreed that the babies would be born, those two years and under. So, I mean, you, you've got all of this mixed together. So we know 6 B.C., somewhere around there, okay? Um, and then the December 25th. Uh, I, I, there's really no way, Dr. Parker, I mean, maybe, maybe you speak to this. Derek, maybe you go first. Let's add some insight. Well, first of all, would we all agree that... that uh, or, or can we agree, or do we disagree on really how we derive it and uh, how old Jesus, or, or what year perhaps he was born, at least approximately? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, and Dr. Parker, you can probably speak to that better than I could as far as the year goes, but uh, and, and the prophetic piece to it. You know, the December 25th, you know, is a piece to me that uh, that's really stood out recently in some messages that I've been preparing for. But, I mean, what were your thoughts on, on the, uh, the year? It's, uh, you know, I, I agree with the 7 to 6 B.C., somewhere in there, and it could depend on exactly what we're talking about. Whether I'm going to be honest with you. I'm glad you do because that's where I got it from you. Oh, Okay, okay so I'm glad you agree. If not, we'd have trouble. I'd have to, okay, but anyway. We'd be arguing uh, against each other. Um, no, I, I think that's exactly right based on, ex you know, exactly how you've taken all of Scripture and brought it together and... Uh, it is true. There are some scholars that don't believe Herod died in four, but that the, just about everything. Well, they're heretics. I mean, I mean, what, I, mean right. I mean, who couldn't? I mean, who couldn't read the secular history book? You know. But anyway, Re recent work at the Herodian when uh, you know uh, Ehud Netzer found the tomb there. Uh, in 2010. Boy, this is just yeah. like seminary class. And he going to get in Eru Netzer. <laughs> Who in the world? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it, Give uh, it to us, brother. Ehud Netzer is uh, the person who um, excavated the place where Herod was buried. Hmm. And it's called Herodian. It's about two miles south of Bethlehem. Hmm. And uh, so with that excavation uh, and the way that Dr. Netzer worked it out. By the way, he was tragically killed there on Herodia, and he fell, a, a scaffold collapsed with him, and he fell down the mountain and uh, was killed there three or four years ago. It was a very tragic thing, but um, he, he was the, the best uh, scholar probably that we had in the world on King Herod and the architecture of Herod and all. So. The reason I say all of that, though, is is because Josephus, the Jewish historian who wrote about 70 A.D., after Jesus, it's certainly after, but he tells in great detail about the funeral procession of Herod's body from Jericho up to Herodian to be buried. And um, that many scholars had dismissed Josephus. Nobody had ever found the tomb or anything. And that had all been dismissed, and the arguments about the date 4 B.C. had been, uh, you know, they'd been skeptical about that. But once Dr. Netzer found the tomb and arrived at all of that, it was exactly what Josephus said, mm. and it was done exactly like it was uh, talked about there. So mm. in support of our dating of six, mm -hmm. it's certainly... Uh, that okay well folks and there you have it right there 
I'm going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to load up and go home. Hey, Brother Derek and I paid $371 a semester hour for that. You got it all for free. Oh, that's right. Blessed. Blessed. So, as we talk about, so we're pretty close on the year. I mean, yeah. we we agree with that, and I mean, certainly if we had more time on, you know, we could really walk people through. I can't wait till we get our calculators out so we can show them how old the Earth is. You know, at six thousand two hundred twenty-one years old, give or take a few days. But um, you know, but in that, I, I mean, you can, and I would encourage our listeners to study Daniel chapter nine and go back through and and look at that. But so wh- where do we really get December 25th? And, I mean, Derek, maybe you'll speak to that, or Dr. Parker, if you want to throw down on it. I mean, we just – but, I, I mean, where did that come from? Now, um, give us a little insight. Well, on that. Dr. Parker, you correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is that that was chosen out by the Roman Catholic Church originally or by the Roman Church in, like, 4th century A.D., wasn't it, to, uh, in uh, correlation to the winter solstice. Now, you know, some argue that it was syncretism, that it was connected to paganism and all this stuff. You know, uh, the churches of Asia Minor, Egypt, and churches of the East celebrated Christ's birthday on January the 6th. Isn't that right? What I understand of that? Isn't that right? The Greek church and Armenian church do. And yep. then um, the Russian church, uh, even further east, the Russian church celebrates it on January 12th. Mm. So you have three Christmas celebrations in Bethlehem every year. Yeah, and, so, yeah. come on with that. So I, do yeah. we give presents at each yeah, one of those? Yeah, because yeah. if we do, I'm thinking about, I mean, I could visit all those churches. Yeah. <laughs> well, December 25th, you know, uh, for us, I think about for Messianics, you know, for those who are followers of Christ but still follow Old Testament law and festivals and all that kind of stuff, your Messianics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jewish tradition says that Jesus was born at the Feast of Tabernacles. You know, there's there's a very uh, uh, strong tradition that speaks to that. There's some clues in the Bible that, that could make reference to that, that he was born at the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, the, the best clues for me that I've found in the Bible that might speak to that are with the birth of John the Baptist. When you look in Luke chapter 1, it says that John the Baptist, John the Immerser, that... Uh, he was born six months before Jesus was born, that he was born at, uh, at the appointed time. And, um, and for, he came in the spirit of Elijah, you know, the spirit mm-hmm. of the ministry of Elijah. And Jewish tradition says that Elijah was born on the Passover. And uh, so like at Passover Seder, you know, it's a Passover supper for Messianics and for Jews, they actually have a seat for Elijah at the table. Uh, in in recognition of that, and so uh, John the Baptist, if he was born on Passover, mm-hmm. with some clues there, might seem to reference. Well, then six months later, according to Luke chapter one, Jesus was born, and that would have been the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles. And so um, you know that that feast is the feast of joy. You know, it's a time of joy. Um, you think about some of the clues in the biblical account where uh, Mary and Joseph, there's no room in the inn in Bethlehem. Bethlehem's right outside Jerusalem. Did, did they wait and, and go to Bethlehem at the time of the festival, which would make sense, you know, at the time of the yeah. Feast of Tabernacles to celebrate that? And 
she gave birth according to the prophetic time, you know, uh, while she's there. Uh, that could speak to that. Even the angels like Hosanna in the highest, Dr. Parker, isn't that a... Isn't that like a part of the, the Festival Tabernacles praise or part of what they say and declare? Is that right? It can so, be. It yeah. can be. Yeah, yeah. so uh, just, just some of those clues um, speak to that uh, possibly. Uh, but, uh, but at the end of the day, what's interesting is the gospel writers, Brother Steve, they were Jewish men. And for whatever reason, they didn't see it. Now, the Scripture is inspired by God, but those men inspired of the Holy Spirit didn't see it necessary to speak to the exact date in which Jesus was born. And, and I believe ultimately, uh, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe ultimately what they're trying to say is, listen, Christmas is every day. Come on now. I mean, we the we worship the incarnation. Come every on, day. I, li I like that. Well, yeah. speaking of that, did so, you bring me a present? If Christmas hey, is the day. Hey, I want to know what my present hey, is. You know. Now listen, that's paganism, Pastor. <laughs> that's Santaism. Okay, yeah. you know. Well, I you enjoy celebrating my Savior's day. birth, and I, you know, I was that's just right. hoping. Well, so, you could have at least bought that chicken for lunch. I mean, whatever. So the, I think the point is like Romans chapter 14. Paul said it like this in verse 5, and he spoke multiple times in the New Testament about the importance of just worshiping Christ every day. You know, the writer of the Hebrews talks about us being in Sabbath rest now. And the law, Jesus said, I came not to abolish but to fulfill it. Uh, Romans chapter 14, verse 5, Paul said, One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord. And it goes on to talk about glorifying God. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, whether we celebrate and commemorate Jesus' birth on the 25th of December, the 6th of January, 12th of January, or September, October time is that Feast of Tabernacles mm -hmm. time for, for uh, Jewish people. Whenever it is. Uh, the point is that we love Jesus and believe he came and died for our sins and rose from the dead and he's coming again to set up his kingdom here, right? And, and that we worship and glorify him. So and That's a good word. Yeah. And if nothing else, Dr. Parker, uh, your name is on his degree. Yeah. So, yes. praise the Lord. I mean, you, it that's wasn't right. a waste. It wasn't a waste. I mean, did you hear all that? I, did. I, I didn't even understand good. half of it. I, I mean, it was I incredible. Owe, I owe my doctorate to Dr. Parker. <laughs> Literally. You're listening to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church in Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about our church or any of its affiliates, please go online to www.gbcspringfield.org or simply write to us via email at podcast at gbcspringfield.org. We'd love to hear from you. Let's continue now listening as our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guest continue to give biblical insight to your toughest theological questions. In that, you're absolutely right. I mean, we, we celebrate Christmas. Um, really, Christmas is a, a you know, the fact, and I, I say this, it's the greatest story ever told simply because it stems from the greatest event that's ever happened in human history. The greatest phenomena that God would become a man. Mm -hmm. And without Christmas, there'd be no Easter. Mm -hmm. Now, come on, y'all going to get on. me preaching. It's not Sunday. Yeah, listen, if y'all if mm -hmm. y'all will help me, I'll get done with this <laughs> yeah. podcast. But... 
uh, you know, without Christmas, there is there would be no Easter. Without the birth, there'd be no death. Without the death, there'd be no resurrection. And just as Paul said to the Corinthian church, without the resurrection, we'd be lost in our sin. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that's where the victory comes. So we do celebrate that on, you know, just in the historical context. So Dr. Parker, maybe uh, you can help us with this. But, you know, f- in Luke chapter 1, um, in beginning in verse 5, here's what it says. In the days of Herod, uh, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. Uh-huh. And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And it goes on. This is John the Baptist's parents. And it goes to what Brother Derek said a minute ago about, um, you know, the the six-month interval. You know, uh, Jesus and John the Baptist obviously were related because Mary and Elizabeth uh, were related. So you've got all of these. Um, the six month, you know, obviously John the Baptist is six months older than Jesus. You know, you see all this. But, you know, from a historical context or historical uh, from a secular point of view or even from a Jewish perspective, that division of Abijah is important because if I understand this right, okay, and and uh, don't tell anybody at NOBTS that I may know this, but all of those priests served at a certain, they've served the temple at certain intervals. So is it accurate to, or is it accurate to say, or, and I don't even know if accurate is the right word, could we, could we know when the division of Abijah in that time frame when they actually served the temple and therefore because there are some Jewish perspectives some writers that say that that would be somewhere in June July of you know 7 to 6 BC this time frame we're talking about well and then you go and start calculating out Jesus's or, or John the Baptist six month, you know, and the nine month, and and then Jesus is going to be born six month after that. It puts you right back at the Feast of Tabernacle times, the Feast of Booths, the the this time period that uh, Brother Derek was talking about. Is that a way of understanding kind of exactly when Jesus was born? We would say, okay, and you speak to this. We would say, more than likely, Jesus was born in the fall of 7 to 6 BC. Our fall, our autumn, okay, yeah. here as we know it in, in the States. Um, are, are these ways that we talked about, we don't know for sure, but are they good assessments of Scripture and how we can determine that? I, I think so. You know, it's we, we know about the priesthood as given to us in Scripture, 18 courses, so that could, you know, and we know that each one of those courses serve for one week and then go away and go home. We know that. We know that Zacharias lived very close to Jerusalem. He was in Encarim. We know that he had a, in this passage, he had a wonderful opportunity because in this passage, he's actually uh, offering the incense offering, which is a priest can only do once in their life. So. This is a, a, a wonderful combination of uh, things that have come together to bless his life, particularly the announcement by Gabriel that he's going to have a son. So in a way, if, if we knew how that started, we probably could figure it out. The problem is is that we've had interruptions along the way. We've had uh, you know, corruption in the high priesthood already. 
uh, when we, we have the Sadducees have taken that over. And so it's, it's probably very difficult to figure it out. Um, the, it, it probably is, you know, from the, you know, there's always been that thing about the shepherds in the field, and people have wondered about that, you know, about the fact that uh, they were out in the field grazing with their flock, and I've heard people say, you know, they don't do that in the winter time. The grass is not there, mm. so they wouldn't be out there. You know, that would have to be more a springtime sort of thing if they were actually grazing their sheep. Uh, I don't know so much about that. You know, we, we don't know exactly what the climate was back then, so that may not be a good thing. Yeah, they didn't have climate change back then. I mean, that's only a new... That's a new so, phenomenon. Yeah, I mean, Al Gore brought that to us. So... It's prob probably very difficult. Your question was, is are there, are there mechanisms in Scripture that we could go and look at and figure out and calculate the dates? Probably not. Uh, we know, for for instance, September 25th, The this is a very interesting series of events, but you know, and you'll find this in secular literature, they'll talk about this, but the, December 25th on the Roman calendar was to, to talk about, the was to celebrate the god Saturn. And it's very interesting that in Bethlehem that uh, and we've always looked at it like the Romans were trying to obscure the birthplace of Jesus by building a temple to Saturn at the site of the cave of the nativity there. And, and that is true in archaeology. Those things have been discovered that there probably were ruins from that period where um, first and second century where they tried to do that. But Saturn's an interesting god in there. He's the god of renewal and regeneration. And that temple marked that site. So maybe, maybe this was the way the Romans were trying to honor Christ and show where he was born. And that date was December 25th. So the church picked that up in that vein. Instead, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. in, in, in instead of Saturn being, you know, trying to, be dismissive of Christ, it really was there to kind of honor him. Hmm. Well, that's a great discussion. I don't know because I don't think that we can know exactly right. when Jesus uh, was born, the, the date, if you will. I think that we're close on the year um, based in Scripture. Um, and here's the thing, as Brother Derek already said, uh, Christmas is something that we don't just celebrate one day a year. We're thankful for the birth um, that uh, and Christmas that led to Easter that really led uh, to mine and your salvation. If you're listening to this podcast and you never accepted Jesus, there'll be some information at the end of it uh, where you could call. We'd love nothing more than to tell you the Christmas story and how that led to Easter and how it can lead to eternal life change for you. Our guest today, Dr. Derek Smith, thank you for being here, and uh, we're praying for you and your ministry. We're proud of you, hey, and uh, we're proud. Tell us, uh, y'all just opened a new campus uh, mm -hmm. as well? 
We did, yep, up off exit 10524. Listen, yeah, brother, you get your address on here. This is a commercial now. Hey, People might come, yeah, so come on. Right. Tyler Town Road, man, right, which we're in the process of building a building, so okay. finalizing all that, but off Tyler Town Road, off exit 1. So excited about that. They're meeting right now. Tyler Town Church is meeting right now at Hilton Garden Inn off of exit 4 until okay. we get the building built. So just right there off the interstate, easy to see there. So. Yeah, would love for you to join us if you're in Clarksville sometime. So, Thank you. Uh, and tithe, come and join us in tithe. <laughs> yeah, no, you yeah. can go to uh, his tithe here. You know? uh, yeah, right. But, uh, uh, no, we're very thankful, and I'm proud of you, and thank you for being our guest today. Dr. Yeah. Parker, you're really not a guest because uh, you're just a staple here. Hey, will you join us on our next podcast because we've got a great guest that's going to be here, and we're going to need some help. So uh, bring your Bible and calculator because the question I have pertains to really the age of the earth in the beginning and uh, what that looks like. So there's this hotly debated, but it's a great question. So as we read the Bible in a year, you want more information about that, uh, just listen to the outro in just a minute. God bless you. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation. Please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, if you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening, and until next time, may God bless you.